strangers and residents of Summer Cove, welcome to the Sentai Truther Club. I am your host, Grav, and with me is my favorite Envy, Kennedy. Hi. And today, you know, I, I hit the emergency button. So, but prior to this recording, prior to me inviting Tone, like a like a couple days prior, or no, actually, the day that I invited Tone, which was in April, um, we're recording this in early May. I woke up and I came to a realization after like we had already recorded our best and worst, and I was just like, Warg World is really fucking bad. And from just the little bit that I've seen of Ninja Steel, like in terms of like aesthetics and all that stuff, I'm hitting the panic button on this. This is And I'm going to say that there's a reason why people don't fucking talk about these seasons. <laughs> so I was like, I've invited four people. I invited four guests. They all said yes. Attentively, of course, this could all change, but there's an original four guest lineup and I had to invite people that I knew would do it for the love of the game. <laughs> so, of course, I had to start off with Tone. Welcome back to the Truther Club, Tone. Thank you. Thank you, Gravin Kennedy. Um, I uh, appreciate you bringing me back on, man. <laughs> We're glad to have you back. And, uh, you know, we appreciate that we've got a few guests i hope you won't take any offense to this a few guests that are just like freaks for this shit <laughs> and no, we'll, just, uh, we'll just take the punishment if we ask you to <laughs> um because we've 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 almost offended people at times showing them terrible power ranges we've realized we've had we have to be a little careful sometimes <laughs> danger yeah <laughs> Not only did Tone watch the first two episodes to Power Rangers Ninja Steel, but you've also watched Ninja, right? That I have. Yeah. So, just on the onset, which one do you think is better? Uh, if I'm being honest, and this is coming from someone who's like you know, kind of watched quite a few of both uh, different series. The ninja, and that's saying something because like nobody likes the ninja. Nobody fucking likes the ninja at all. <laughs> like I've never really heard anybody go, "Yeah, no, the ninja is really awesome." No, it's not. I mean, there's parts about it that's awesome, but as a whole, it's not great. Right. And it still manages to rule out ninja steel, and that's you know, it's something. funny. I thought you were gonna say it's a wash. That's what that's what I thought. Truly, <laughs> I thought you were gonna tell me, you know what? Like they're actually both really bad because that does happen sometimes too. Like Samurai, I heard was kind of the the Sentai for that one was kind of boring. Uh, for Samurai, like yeah, Shinkinger, yeah, no, no, no. no I, I was wrong on that. I won't even agree on that on any level. Shinkinger was amazing, and in, in contrast to Samurai, where it's like. This weird little marriage of multicultural samurai 
lineage that doesn't really make any sense, and them trying to dumb down everything that they did in Shinkinger in like You're Samurai. You're so generous to call it multicultural <laughs> when you should just call it cultural appropriation <laughs> by the white man. <laughs> no, I stop. I, You're I, offending Jaden. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I really Jayden was trying to be nice because it's like white shogun is like a, a very like long shot trope that i haven't seen in a while like since tom cruise in the last samurai actually <laughs> actually i had a i had a bit during that season that Jaden was his descendant <laughs> it, it, it would it would definitely fit in line because anything else outside of that it just uh, i um I wonder if I have that movie in my collection just because like I remember liking it when I watched it but I was oh, also no. like I was like 12 stop I mean there's there's okay. another another thing where, where I'm trying to incorporate you know the whole ninja ninja steel situation is like once again there's there's good parts to take from last samurai I know we're not talking about that but there's a couple of scenes that are pretty cool like mm. Uh, the scene where they're having like the small little festival in the house and the ninjas with like full blackface just raid everything. That's a really cool scene. What? Yes. The, like, I, I don't know. I guess so the ninjas wouldn't be seen by like light or their faces wouldn't be recognized. They, they had full ninja gear on, but then they also like painted their faces black. So it was like a really wild look. Like, Holy <laughs> Damn, but I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, getting back to the task at hand, Ninja Ninja Steel. Uh, Is there going to be blackface in Ninja Steel? I hope not. I hope not. I don't remember there being any blackface in Ninja Steel. Um, I think the most you just you can't rule it out with Haim Saban. <laughs> you can't. You really can't. There's some really weird designs from like the uh, the monsters, though. I, I remember there being a cat watch thing that was just very disturbing. Weird. Um, I do remember the uh, first monster being like a chainsaw weasel. <laughs> yeah, because it's supposed to be like a, one of those Japanese like evil spirits or yokai, the Kame Itachi, which is like a, a tornado that has a weasel holding a sickle in it. That's a spirit. So they turned it into a monster covered in chainsaws. So, yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, among, like, different, like, Japanese, like, horror legends or, like, little spooky, I guess, wives' tales, that's probably the tamest because everything else just seems horrible. Like, I think, like, like almost a year ago, like, I learned, uh, have you ever heard of the monster called a Kappa? Mm-hmm. It's like a I only river. know the emote. <laughs> it's a That's river. The yeah. Yeah, it's a river turtle monster. Um, will drag you into the undertow and pull you away when you're crossing rivers unless you put down cucumbers for it to uh, eat. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Pretty base. <laughs> like there's a, there's, a, there's a lot there's like a million like scary little monsters that like japan has made like that are like just based off of superstition and wives tales like the, the 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 statues that litter like they're like really rural like highways and forests like 
if you pick it up because you think it's a child, it'll be like 10,000 pounds and crush you for some reason. <laughs> or, you know, their weird fascination with, like, tanuki big balls on statues. Like, that. that's another thing I still don't get, but, you know, whatever. All right, well, you know what? Enough with the pretext. Let's... <laughs> We, we've got to dive into Ninja Steel at some point. Right. Fair enough. Um, I will say no, episode one is very light on content. Like, yeah. Am I wrong? Because no. like by the end, because it's a to be continued. Somehow we get a part two, right? <laughs> it's already right off the bat, a treasure trove of gloriousness, like carrying on the cultural appropriation, like of a, uh, eastern asian like uh lore we have um the main character's dad who is a, a anglo ninja he is a white ninja he's the greatest ninja apparently they don't reveal that until the second episode i, I think no and... he's well they say he's a ninja master but it's just like what the fuck he's, he's just... white though he's just, like, he just kind of like just picked it up on a whim <laughs> and suddenly he's the greatest there ever was like well, I mean, well, to his credit, apparently he was also some kind of ninja master, and then, like, the fucking shuriken just came out of nowhere from space and just, like, crashed in his backyard slash farm? It chose him. Wherever it they are, it's... Him. <laughs> it chose him. <laughs> we got this plot already, though. This is like a mishmash of previous seasons. It feels so lazy. Especially so since Samurai lazy. is like how many seasons ago? Like one, three, two, two, four. It feels like it was just yesterday to me. Still, I, I yeah, yeah it really I'm, I'm not over it yet. Yeah. Uh. So the shuriken crashes in his backyard slash farm or whatever the hell. It, it looks like a big, huge plantation. I'm not gonna lie to you, but um. It the the shuriken is covered in a special ninja steel from space. It looks so, like cum. Yeah, it it does. It looks like dried, crusty cum on a giant, goofy looking shuriken. It's like, not cool at all. The fucking shuriken thing looks bad. Like <laughs> it looks exactly like the toy. Like they weren't trying. No, not at all. Like this is a thirty-minute toy commercial. You, you also, like you it's are. huge, but it it's not detailed or cool looking. It's just like cum colored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, uh, it's it's not a pretty sight, but apparently, just from looking at it, like the master ninja white dude uh, surmises that it is space ninja metal, and immediately fucking proceeds to melt it down to make shurikens out of like hey hey no fear whatsoever just yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna take this crap that i've just chipped off of this like crashed giant death star in my yard and uh make more weapons out of it this is gonna be great yeah i don't <laughs> i hate this like and uh, all right and Right off the bat, like we get um, the evil space alien. Yeah, the monsters down. show up right away. Ripcon. 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 <laughs> who's uh, like Galvanax, Galvanax and Madame Odious, 
These guys look, look kind of cool, so I'll give them that. Yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing when I um, originally saw them in the Ninja. Like, um, Ripcon's design is amazing because it's it's a human split in, in right down the middle. And you can see the demon in the middle of it, which is a really nice touch. I mean, which, I mean, it's a fucking shame that it's in the series and completely being underutilized, but nice sign, though. Yeah, for one second, I was like, maybe this will be cool because the monsters looked cool. And then the dialogue kept happening, and I was like, never mind. <laughs> the whole time. You get, this- the, you get the stinky feeling, like, within the first, like, five minutes. Like, things kind of set up okay, and then they start talking, and you're like, nah. Nah, this is going to be bad. I was able to tell, like, almost instantly. They They just, they write a certain way when they write a bad season, you know? Yeah, something you could tell so fast that something was wrong. Like, honestly, the only time it's been this abrupt is definitely just Samurai, which we keep referencing. <laughs> Samurai, you could tell it was fucked within like 30 seconds. Just as they were doing like the opening bit, you were like, something is bad. Something is wrong. Jeez. It's like when you it's like when you open yeah. the fridge and you smell know. something in there that's like Obviously, <laughs> obviously, just going rotten, and you're like, "Oh, there's something in the back of this fridge that's just fucked." Uh, like that's that's, <laughs> that's watching the first thirty seconds of Samurai. You just know that it's not good. Who doesn't love playing Find the Smell? Yeah, it is definitely Samurai because I guess the giant space shuriken allows uh, Dad Ninja to pull out a piece of space metal. Surprise, it's a shuriken. He has a little fight with the monsters. They uh they one shot him and leave him dead. And he turns into a Power Ranger though. Yeah, he turns into a Power Ranger for a split second. Yeah, yeah he he's a Red Ranger. Also, before he gets completely one shotted, he, he actually seems like he might have a chance for like four seconds of the fight. I mean, for him to be a master ninja, you would expect him to last a little longer, but he but does then, not. But then they kidnap Brody, his son. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. You should probably mention that. Like, he has what happened to sons. his other son? Because I thought his other son got murked outside. His other son definitely ate a bullet or something. I don't know. No, yeah, but they like, but they're like, oh, he's alive and he's out there somewhere or some shit. But I'm like, I could have sworn that he was outside and like getting murdered by the the <laughs> aliens. Am I wrong in thinking that? Did y'all think that? Apparently, he uh, that was the one that the dad told to hide the ninja steel. So he gave him a pail full of space metal and said, "Go, uh, go fuck a off." Here's bucket of cum, son. <laughs> go survive in the woods. Quickly, son. Take this bucket of cum barnacles from space. Hide them in a safe place for when you'll need them ten years from now. Where is the mom? Do they not want to hire like the connection Um, to the shogun? Do they why? Nine times out of ten, it was probably dad's like ninja visitation weekend and he had the kids and he completely screwed the pooch. But but yeah, like he has to have a Japanese a mom. Shared custody situation. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she didn't want anything time, to do with them. Every time they're at dad's house, something fucked up happens. Now remember, when you go to your father's, leave that ninja stuff with him. <laughs> it's actually all like 
It has to be a Japanese mom, right? It has I, to be. Or, but, but also, like, okay, if that's the case, like, does she not have a conversation with her son about, like, how appropriative her dad, his dad is being? <laughs> that's why they're divorced, yo. Yeah. Listen. He was, he was one of those, like, libertarian guys on Reddit that's like, I'm going to marry an Asian wife and... <laughs> they're they're the most traditional women. <laughs> I know, like someone like that IRL. So oh bad. God, no! I'm gonna give me a jab. They're queuing on too. Study the art of Ninpo. Look, he, he starts wearing kimonos around the house the first day that they're dating. <laughs> Kanishiwa Ellen San. I had a coworker today say, uh, "I got. Uh, we basically got told at work tom- that tomorrow was optional." And I had a coworker at work say, uh, uh, "Happy Seis de Mayo." Oof. Oof. <laughs> I was fucking dying. <laughs> I don't know this. It, this situation is <laughs> fucked. This show is fucked. The vibes are fucked from the jump. I was like, "Are we really back to?" White father being a Japanese shogun slash samurai or whatever dojo master, like, yeah, come on. One good. How have we not evolved in like three years? Help but imagine that Haim Saban has attached to his mansion a big ass dojo, (laughs) and that he's out there. In the kimono every day. Yes, I am the samurai master. You think like, Haim so Saban obsessive. trained with Steven Seagal? Yeah, definitely. Oh my god, most definitely. <laughs> that would be very interesting. I'd like to watch that. It, it was a really good like opportunity for him to do something well with the series. It, it just never came to be. Like it's like when they when they when the when the monsters kidnap um the older kid Brody. You figure they'll torture him, try to figure out some of the secrets of, of, of the space shuriken or something, but they don't. They just make him a janitor. He's a child slave. He's a child slave. Like, here, clean those space turds off the ground. Here's a mop and a bucket. He's Anakin. <laughs> He's a space cabin boy. Morphing grid doesn't work on me. Only money. <laughs> So like, if that scene wasn't jarring enough, especially since like I for sure thought that the other brother was dead. Like I, I legit thought like he lost his brother that night and then he himself got stolen as a child slave and got trafficked. You know? So coming exactly off of that, we warp to ten years later, and he is simply, as you said, as Tone said, a janitor. Uh, on the alien spaceship and like the worst he seems to get is verbal lashings also they got the fucking dude from SPD on this season for some fucking reason yeah boom boom is back as a mechanic he's literally doing the same thing he did in SPD (laughs) (laughs) except he's an alien yes as it's revealed Yeah, so what the fuck? They changed the timelines? Is it because... It has to be because of the way Super Dino Charge ended. I'm guessing so. 
Or, like, I mean, I think Kelson Henderson might have also been, like, the piggy in SPD as well. So, I don't know. Maybe there's, like, a, a verse there where, like, all of them are, like, in different universes or something like that. I don't know. Like, that would mean we'd have to get into, like, some kind of Saban canon. I don't even want to think about that. There is, I mean, there is a multiverse, though. It's kind of confirmed. <laughs> in in Dino Charge in Super Dino Charge with like there being different timelines now, yeah, which is I've really fucked. I've always contended that this was true, and now I finally have the most compelling proof of all. Well, it's definitely true because of Time Force, right? Um, Very true. Uh, but, but also, I, Dino Charge for sure was like, yeah, no, there's there's timelines. <laughs> and like super dino charge is like we now live in a timeline where instead of dinosaurs being extinct they are endangered we live in a timeline yes um, <laughs> but yeah they give him not only kelson henderson as as the same character but with white stripes but they also give him a robot called red bot which is um he's red yeah yeah He's C-3PO. But red. Uh, he is, if I'm not mistaken, the Otomonin in the Ninja. So he's like the companion Zord of like the, the red for that series. He still seems to be a Zord in Ninja Steel, but he's also this, this fucking robot that's just kicking around the spaceship. Kind of reminds me a little bit of like Ninjor. Yeah, yeah. Not um, not in terms of like just personality, but just in terms of like capability and stuff on screen. Oh, most definitely. The, the robot has little to no personality. He like immediately brings up traumatic shit to uh, Brody, who is <laughs> who who is just minding his business. Like I think he's like shit talking Ripcon, uh, you know, because apparently in between uh, mopping up floors of like space piss and poo, he has been training to be a ninja on the spaceship. So he's like, I'll, I'll be a real ninja. You'll see Ripcon. And meanwhile, I'm guessing with the back and forth between Ripcon and Brody, you have um, Redbot just chiming in with horrible traumatic memories. Which I is will s- great. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, Redbot in general introduces a, an, an interesting dynamic because I don't think we really had a sort of C-3PO type character. Like I said, it's very Anakin heavy. Uh, they clearly love Star Wars here. Um, right. That being said, so the person who does the narration, Red Ranger, what's his name? Brody. Uh, Brody. Brody. Okay. Brody. Yeah. Brody. Brody is his acting isn't that bad. He's a Are little sure bit better. Bad? He's a little bit better than Troy when Troy <laughs> first started in Megaforce. Okay, you're 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 not wrong, but I feel like you're being a little bit generous because Brody is oof. Brody. It's yeah, like the Brody difference between like a 3 and a 4. Yeah, it's like there's a between a 3 and a 4. Uh but that being said, why is his voiceover so bad compared to his normal acting? Because he has to narrate. Yeah, he has to narrate certain scenes where he just does like an extensive amount of voiceover. And I'm just like, dog, what the fuck? My only, this is like a student project. My only guess is that uh, they didn't show him the footage. 
They just had him read shit into a booth. Yeah. For yeah. five-year-olds. Like, it's like at four o'clock in the morning or something. He sounds tired every time he narrates, and he just doesn't even seem like he can focus on whatever the hell he's reading. It's, 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 it's hard to suffer through listening. This shit is painful. <laughs> I'm really, I am, I am against Ninja Steel's existence. <laughs> If there are a million Ninja Steel haters, I am one of them. If there are a hundred Ninja Steel haters, I am the president of the fan club. I'm I, completely I, I don't know how the you up there. I'm just making this up at this point. Uh, if there's one Ninja Steel fan, it's me. And if there's no Ninja Steel fans, I'm or, or, sorry. If there's one Ninja Steel hater, it's me. And if there are no Ninja Steel haters, then I am dead. <laughs> so... Here's the thing. I don't understand why we just got Samurai Redux. Like, I know we keep saying that, but for real, like the more and I and I knew I would feel this way talking about it because I, I wasn't I wasn't treading on what I watched that heavily because I was already pretty far gone. But now that we are treading over it again. I'm just thinking in my head, like, it just naturally draws that comparison to Samurai. And Samurai has a little bit more charm. If only because, like, Yellow Ranger's kind of cute. I think it might be, like, heavily polarized because of, like, you know, fucking pop culture. It's, I don't know. Especially when it's like this. It's like... If you ask them to make a ninja movie, what would it what would it come out like, you know? Yeah, very much so. Can I just don't imagine? understand why the production quality is like college. Yo, wait, we got to get into this for a second. This is I, I'm sorry this episode is so meta listeners, but also there's no meat here. Okay, there's nothing to fucking talk about in this episode. So, whatever. This is this is our podcast Pink now. Ranger um, stances up so fucking weird. Yo. When she's ready to throw hands, it's all upper body with her. <laughs> she that's just like, immediately throws up her arms, kind of and that's you it. Can pull out of this episode is weird comments like this. Okay, so can you imagine how bad Ninja Storm would have been if Haim Saban was in charge? Oh disagree. my god! Disagree. Mm-mm. Don't I shoot think, one of the series I like in the lake like that. Oh, I think Ninja Storm. I think Ninja Storm would have been okay if it was under Hayim Saban. Uh, I don't know if I'd agree. I, with no, that. I think it. I think he would have weaved it up. He would have weaved it up. He would have. He would have weaved it up. We would have had like Six Ranger would have been a white guy with with Justin Bieber hair. No, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. would say if you gave Savan a blank slate, that's right. But I feel like if you told him make a Cali season, absolutely, I would pay to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to see that. Throw me twenty dollars and I'd and I'd buy the Blu-ray Power Rangers Cali by Haim Savan. I, I want I want the Power Rangers to be surfers and shit again. Like I, I like that aspect Extreme about sports. Where like they they had all the extreme sports stuff, plus like they gave like the Rangers an actual compound far away from society. 
but the only weird aspect about it is like the little like base of operations was supposed to be like a ninja dojo, but it looked like a Benihana spot. <laughs> like the whole time, I was just waiting for somebody to just cut up like beef and chicken in the middle of like the command center. <laughs> so, okay, Let, let's get it out of the way. Villain dude, what's his name? Galvanax. Galvanax. Galvanax hosts a competition. Uh, he captures the ninja star, um, and he's hosting a competition to see who's the mightiest of them all that is able to pierce through the come covered star ninja star to get one of the morphers. And this... you know what? Uh, they get someone from the nin- planet Nin Ninja, and he's like the mightiest one. He's like a really cool villain from like I don't know in space maybe. <laughs> Um, uh, he's actually from Operation Overdrive. That's one of the yeah. fear cats. Like, it's very weird that they. Oh uh, shit! The fear cats. Yeah, I found it really interesting that this is the one aspect that I kind of liked about um, Ninja Steel, where they kind of reappropriated um, the uh, aspect of the villains to try to make it into like an international, intergalactic, like online. I guess death battle with this the is monsters. The only cool thing in the episode, like a lot of reuse suits. There, I see a lot of them that I've seen before in the background. I completely noticed uh, the jellyfish lady from Jungle Fury or Gecky Ranger, mm-hmm. like a couple times. So it was really cool seeing a lot of the suits again. But yeah, they used one of the fear cats and they sent him down to Earth. And- they used one of the fear cats, but they didn't make him go. Rah! I'm here to fight. And it turns for you. out it's really cool. Probably like the best character from this episode, honestly. Um, <laughs> Unintentionally, one of the best characters in this episode. Yeah, very menacing and cold. It turns out he can't get a morpher because you need to be pure hearted for the morpher. Uh, dejected, <laughs> he runs away. Um, this again this short scene of the and it's not very long unfortunately like they could have made this a lot more of the episode and it would have been fine would have been better honestly maybe yeah really Uh, this this short scene is really the only enjoyable moment that i had i just really want to emphasize that again so red ranger looks on to this competition and goes huh that's interesting there's a bunch of morphers in that (laughs) stupid big ass cum covered ninja steel thing um (laughs) We must get the Bukake star. Maybe he's kind of sort of indifferent. He's like, yeah, maybe I will. Maybe like, I, maybe I, I want the come star. Maybe I don't. I don't know. It seems like it's a little gross to put your hand in it. Yeah. Um, I honestly forget what happens with the rest of the villain plot and whatever. They, divide- move, they, they move to Earth because dane hid some more cum or something like that oh they figure out that because they can't find a mighty person who's the mightiest that can take the fucking morpher out right um, they go well when it came to earth the cum hardened and those (laughs) shavings that's worth something that can be used to make our own morphers Yep. So they so, go to Earth. So then once they get to Earth, Brody and Redbot and uh, Weird Eyebrows Boom, <laughs> they, they all jump in a trash chute and they steal the, the cum star. 
Yeah, like fucking uh, eyebrows boom turns into a garbage bag because apparently he's like a, a changeling. He can turn into shit. I guess. Yeah. yeah, this is because it's in a different timeline, <laughs> as evidenced by Dino Supercharge. Alternate boom. This is, this, this is in the timeline where music gets banned. <laughs> that's how we get ninja butt rock honestly I, like i just i don't see the point in this season if they were just gonna do it so much like samurai anyways uh red red robot what is what is his red name? red bot red bot you red added bot. more to his name than was there sorry red, red bot uh, that's how sad his name is red obato Helps out Brody in uh, being able to land uh, on Earth without absolutely getting decimated. Yeah, they slide down the garbage chute, and before they leave, Brody's shit talks Ripcon again. <laughs> Meanwhile, there is a university? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Maybe because it's oh, not shit. really explicitly a high school. The garbage chute. You're absolutely right. This is another fucking Star Wars reference. Yes. Yeah. It's a high school. It is a high school. It's a high school. Damn it. I was kind of yeah. hoping it wasn't. That sucks. Yeah. Good old Summer yeah. Cove High Summer School. Summer Cove High School. Um, no. So at Summer Why Cove can't be 18? Hi, you did me a solid last season. You could do me a solid this season. <laughs> <laughs> you keep this season on top of all the other problems. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have any sex until we're done recording our season review. There can only be a kiss on the cheek, and it has to happen at the very end of the season. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we have the beautiful Summer Cove High. Yeah, so... At Home Summer Cove High, we meet some more rangers. <laughs> Home of the Cougars. And some what the fuck? <laughs> no way. Is that real? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Summer Cove. Wow. wow. Home of the Cougars. Damn. My man's is on one. So, um, yeah. And so we, I guess we're meeting our other quote-unquote rangers. We're meeting, we meet a couple more rangers. Not all of them yet, right? Or maybe yeah. we do. Just a couple. Um, just we a meet couple. Pink yeah. Ranger. No, we, do, we do meet them all, but just some of them very briefly. Uh, yeah. We meet yeah. Pink Ranger. She's uh, Girl Billy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She is, she is, she is uh, the hot nerd trope i was gonna say i was like yeah she except she's really hot people never take me seriously as a nerd because i'm so hot yes look at this heavy duty hoverboard i made let me fly around with unused technology that most likely the government will pick me up for yeah Yeah. (laughs) 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 then we have uh preston Remember that time in New York City where like people were riding around in pocket motorcycles? Oh my god. And then it got banned. (laughs) 
Yeah. Like it was like popular for like a month. <laughs> and then the city was like, nah, cheap automobiles out on the street like this? Fuck no. Drop a damn on that. Yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> yeah, mostly we just meet Sarah, Ninja Steel Pink, and then also Preston, who's the Blue Ranger. Yeah. He, he's a magic nerd. He's that guy who tries to hit on chicks by, like, pulling out a deck of cards. Yes. It's very awful, and not because he's doing a bad job, but because he's doing a great job at being an awful person. <laughs> he just gives off pickup artist vibes. Like, yeah. you know this guy. You yourself, you the listener, know this guy. And you this hate guy him. <laughs> at, at your high school or at your college who has zero game, is some fucking dweeb, and like is will do anything. And it's just like magic. Maybe magic it's, will make me an interesting person. This is the guy who wears that shirt that's like, keep staring and I might do a trick. Yes. And like he, he he wears a vest, but he opens up the vest so you can see the shirt. <laughs> it's 2022 and he is still wearing vests with t-shirts. This guy hates his casual. little sister. What <laughs> 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 specific? Oh god. You know I'm right. <laughs> he listens to like Irish rock bands. Oh my god. <laughs> The dropkick Murphys. Kick Murphys, yes. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> Shut up, Debbie. I'm I was trying to find the name of it. I was like, I know it's an Irish rock band. Come on. Come on. Oh, man. Yeah, it's that person. Yeah. That's the guy. That's Preston. Except he's Asian. Yes. This is the little Sidarso brother. This is Peter. And Again, uh, this is another Power Rangers role I wouldn't put in an acting reel. <laughs> nope. Denying yeah. that. I'm going to go ahead. I have to go ahead and third that one. That's, uh, yeah, it's not a good one. Yeah, we denying that. We get introduced to the bulk and skull of the season. Yes, Monty and Victor. Yes, huh. uh, a jock and a nerd team up. Yes. they're both assholes. Yes, yeah, they're they, they both they suck, them. and they both again. You've seen these characters a bazillion times. There's nothing interesting about this at all. Yeah, um, antics lead up to. A really interesting moment from Blue Ranger because he's like, you want to see me turn into a dragon? And then he does like a smoke ball and immediately <laughs> like has a dragon costume on. And then everybody just gives like a like a small clap to that. But it was kind of like, a yeah, you know what? That was pretty good, actually, type of clap. <laughs> because like the rest of it is just like standard magic bullshit that you just obviously hate but the fact that he got into a dragon costume with a quickness like that was very impressive 
I was like, you know what? You gotta hand it to the guy. All that is fine, but Monty and Victor, I just need to point out that the quality of everything in this episode has had been so low up to the point that the Bulk and Skull characters were introduced that in my mind, I was like, one of these or both of these might be a Power Ranger. And I was like trying to come to terms. I thought that that. the bully was the Green Ranger. He's wearing green. Yeah. I thought he was the Green Ranger. He could have been the White Ranger. Think about how funny that would have been. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Spoilers. There's going to be a White Ranger. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I just I just have to point out that like the usually you would be able to tell oh these are like comic relief side characters by the way that they're acting but like every character had been like sort of shitty and flat and awful so far so I was like are these rangers I don't know I hope not but fuck I don't know I maybe maybe yeah. like it was a big maybe like situation there um and then, well, like, this is 2017, so the Power Rangers movie came out. Oh yeah. Or it's nearing the end of its production and onto editing, you know. Right. So like they could have just been like, yeah, this is a, like a Breakfast Club situation or whatever. <laughs> Honestly, it's crazy to think about that this came out at the same time or around the same time as the Power Rangers movie because it sucks so much more. It makes the movie look really good. Really comparison. good. Yeah, I, I want to rewatch the movie instead of watching the rest of this season. <laughs> Is that a trade I can make, Satan? You <laughs> <laughs> I know you're one of our patrons. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's Santa, actually. I misread that. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically, there's shit falling out of the sky, and people kind of notice that something's going on, and Preston and Sarah decide to involve themselves. Sarah seems to actually, like, be maybe doing it for altruistic reasons. Preston is just the kind of person to involve himself in anything, you feel like. Yeah, it seems like... He's just like, this is an interesting adventure. Let's go. Like, once again, you know Preston. You you knew Preston in high school, and he was that guy that you'd be talking about, like, your plans, and he'd walk over, oh, that sounds interesting. Can I come along? And you're like, I, maybe. Man, I don't uh, know, man. <laughs> you, you, you just always invite yourself to everything. He's yeah. a plus one you didn't ask for. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have very good memories with that person. Yeah, yeah. me neither. Me neither. Yep. yep. <laughs> the person that I'm thinking of that was exactly like this got two people that I liked kicked out of school because he tattled on them for doing drugs after oh. school. They're just on Damn. campus still. Lame, lame. That's even worse because that te- potentially means that Preston's a narc. Preston has narc vibes. <laughs> I just knew one for being like a creepy type of person. Is it because of the magic? Does the magistrates like? Give off big dark vibes. Honestly, if you do magic in the year twenty seventeen, <laughs> shit, yeah, twenty. If you do magic in the year twenty seventeen, um, I guess maybe post pandemic, there's a little bit more forgiveness in that. 
was like, yeah, if you're like, I, I didn't kill myself during the pandemic because I learned to do card tricks, I'd be like, that's good. Yeah, you know, especially like the up close like tricks and shit like that. Uh, that was in the Ant Man two movie, Ant Man and the uh, Wasp. Like uh, the up close tricks, post pandemic era, sure. But twenty seventeen, if you told me, uh, I do magic tricks, I would think that you are a bit of a sex predator. <laughs> oh. oh shit! <laughs> like, like you said, like that was one uh, of my hobbies or something like that. Let's imagine that in my head. There's 10 check boxes that indicate probable sex predator. And if you check at least three of them, I'm concerned. And if you check at least five of them, I don't want to be around you. Right? Does like, magic that's, in your, that's, that's not at their house. Does 2017 does magic one box checked? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely. I didn't expect this type of conversation in a mainline episode, but it's true. <laughs> I don't mean to startle you, but uh, if you'd like to come to see a private <laughs> magic show back in my place, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, because that's what it always ends up being, right? <laughs> like, you know that. You know this person. You know this person. See it in your heart to be here's true. The thing, here's the thing. I've never met anyone that was like trying to do magic professionally. Actually, I knew, I knew, okay, I can actually, I knew a couple people that were like, in, like trying to get into the circus and they didn't really do magic as their main thing, but they did learn a little magic and they weren't weird because it was just like, yeah, of course you would learn this. You know what I mean? But it's There's like, like an life, international magician's have... club that meets up near yeah. where I live uh, for an event. Oh, wow. And like they party at the hotel that I used to work at. Oh, and let no. me tell you, uh, it's like 98% guys. <laughs> uh, almost uh, all. I'm sorry, not almost. I think all of them are white. <laughs> I just, you know, the, the vibes are always way off. <laughs> the, I will say the only thing that's good that happens when they're there is uh, they someone that goes to that. And I think he's actually genuinely a nice guy, but it might have a TM right after that. I don't know him like that, so I'm not going to vouch for him too hard. But he makes spicy beef jerky at home, and he brought homemade spicy beef jerky, and it was actually really pog. Oh. Yeah, that was that was actually pretty sick. But the rest of it, I don't know, man. It's, it's bad vibes. I mean, yeah, uh... A bunch of a bunch of grown. I might edit that out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to talk shit about. Oh. <laughs> well, there could be consequences to things. Like yeah. <laughs> there can be consequences. They could curse you. <laughs> this I, I could be like Arrested Development shit. You live the closest to him, so like I don't want you like getting Alakazammed on the way to work or something. <laughs> I have to do like a fucking record scratch here, so my house doesn't disappear. <laughs> you can't make this out. Go to check if like your keys are in your pocket, and you pull out a rabbit or a pigeon or something. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh man. We're basically at the end where um, 
Sarah and Preston and Brody suddenly become Power Rangers. I yeah. don't care to explain it more than that because the show sure fucking didn't. Uh, yeah, like you know, the, <laughs> they find the star uh, again, and um, they they steal it, bring it down to the earth, and uh, they 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 have Preston and uh, who who's pink again? Sarah. Uh, Sarah. They have them uh, pierce their hands through the cum membrane, and they grab a couple of ninja stars out of the metal. They all become nin- ninjas. This is like I, the, the most anticlimactic yeah, becoming I, of Power Rangers. I see that they um, went with a different route for like the Morphers, and I kind of can understand why. Because in uh, Ninja, the Morphers are the swords themselves. They put the Ninja Star in the sword hilt, and that's how it works. They transform that way. And I guess because they don't straight up want kids slapping each other's eyes out with the sword as a Morpher device, they decided to put it on one of the secondary weapons and make that the Morpher instead. So like the little battle star, they just put the shuriken in that. That is their Morpher sequence thingy. I wasn't and, opposed to it. The yeah, suits also look good. Yeah, the suits are good for a bad series. Like it, it's, they're really good suits. They're really good suits. Good ass suits. Like, uh, like if however, like, you'll barely get to enjoy them because this fight is short and crappy. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not great. Red Ranger's all like, I'm going to do this alone. <laughs> and the rest of them are all like, you're dumb. Let's do this together. And he's like, you know what? Maybe we should do this together because my AI computer that's on, that's connected to my wristwatch that I explicitly had to explain in the year 2017 <laughs> told me that I can't beat the villains alone. So therefore, teamwork is the answer. Such amazing character development. Uh, To be continued. Fucking, that's the end of the episode. The next (laughs) episode picks up where the last one left off because clearly it didn't finish, even though some it had plenty of time. Like, yeah, there was just a lot of like bullshit that was occurring that didn't need to occur, especially with the bulk and skull characters. I don't really understand how the episode is that long. Yeah. I watched it like right before recording this too. In my mind, I'm still like, how was that 22 minutes? It feels like seven minutes when I recap it. Even though we took forever to recap it because we just keep getting distracted. <laughs> it's understandable. It's Ninja Steel. Like I, 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 I completely understand wholeheartedly. It's easy to get distracted, man. This, I'm in a bad place right now. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're that's all how, in there. That's how this is making me feel. This is the sunken ninja place. The sunken ninja place. Um, God. What's that place they go to in Stranger Things? This, uh, the, the, the upside down? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we're in the upside down. The ninja upside down. I'm just like huddling in a monster world. Covered in goo. Covered in goo and rags. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of goo, um, 
I think this is where um, boom, our uh, eyebrows boom, falls to the earth. Yeah. And, and we meet our other rangers. Yeah, Haley and Calvin at the beginning of episode two. Haley and Calvin, oh, right off the bat, are a different take for me because they're the only rangers I've seen that are that are in a relationship. They're dating. So, like, I've actually never seen, like, Saban, like, or any of the Disney Power Rangers, like, um, series just straight up go, oh, hey, these two characters are actually, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend. So that's a, that's, that's a little bit of a different take for me. Yeah, that is very interesting, especially coming from Saban. I mean, yeah. we've had Kimberly and Tommy. Um, yeah, that one was, of course, the famous one. But, like, relationships since then have kind of been, like, hot and cold with Saban, especially. Disney has been a little bit more willing to go a little further, but for the most part, Haim Saban is just all like, eh, kiss yeah. on the cheek this season. Eh. <laughs> y'all had y'all did something over the summer and kind of allude to it a little bit. Right. Here's a one-armed hug and a, and a walk out to the end of the uh, credits. That's all you get. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the closest we got to that was maybe like, Tommy's character still having um, the the redheaded lady from uh, Dino Thunder as like his like gal pal, and even though they don't allude to much, they're just like, oh yeah, I just I I help Tommy still. Oh, okay, cool, cool. It's so awkward. It's like they don't really explain it or allude to anything. She's just there curating the Tommy Museum somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's so fucked. So yeah, they're driving down the road, and then some shit just flies out of nowhere and just drops in front of the uh, pickup truck. After and it's an alien, it's an alien, and everything's covered in goo. And for some reason, it's Haley's first thought as soon as she gets out of the truck to bend down and stick her fingers right into the fucking goo. Like it makes no sense to me whatsoever. You see some teal goo on some pipes and some rods and some (laughs) (laughs) then her boyfriend does it and then he tries to scare he's like it's alien goo and he's like and then like i guess boom reconstructs himself and says yeah it it, it actually is alien could you get your hands off of me please and then they're like oh oh it's an alien oh oh and then he does the whole man out of time routine where it's like oh where are we this is this is Earth. Oh, Brody's from here. You've uh, never heard of Galaxy Warriors? It's the most famous show in the galaxy, obviously. Boom. Eyebrows boom. I guess his name is Mick? Yep. Is I'm allowed one? to say it, but I don't know if you two are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Mick? And and Calvin and Haley, they get attacked by some monsters. Um, then uh, there's a long portion of Galvanax like roaming around his ship, yelling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all drove off and got away from the monsters this time. This is like <laughs> there's some confusing stuff in like an auto garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of it is very confusing, man. Like, like they have a shop class at, at high school. So yeah. 
They're trying to help Mick fix the datacom. The datacom, that's what it's called. His watch, yeah. Yeah, his magic watch. (laughs) Mick becomes the shop teacher. Yeah, the principal completely misunderstands, and she's just like, oh, well, I didn't think you'd accept after you said you, you didn't like the pay, but here you are. Um, so, you know, just uh, be careful. We had to shut it down a little earlier, but uh, I know you'll take care of it. And then she's gone, and now uh, Mick is He's the, the shop teacher. He's the shop teacher, and of course, Monty and Victor, there they are, trying out some new experimental paint on an old hot rod, finishing in they uh they jizz themselves. Yeah, Boom. they get slimed Nickelodeon style. Yes. Yeah. They, they make a joke about it being a one of a kind paint, and Mick comes up and is like, "Ha! Ah, now you're three of a kind." Like after they they, they blew themselves. All of this sucks so much. <laughs> like I like I see these little bits with Monty and Victor, and I wish Bulk and Skull were still around to do this. Like. And, you know, not, like, moving on to other ventures and stuff, like, because they did it better. This is, this is, this is painful to watch. They're, they're really not funny. But... It's, like, worse than the 90s tropes that they're aping. Yeah. It, it really is. This is ass. And it just gets more ass because Brody and Sarah... There's oh. some kind of fucking mystery with Aiden hiding some ninja steel. Yeah, the 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 chipped off pieces of uh, space come from the yeah, shirt. He hid them, but but they don't know where. But where? And they like and... they go to this barn and start digging around. And also, Preston just changes into a suit at some point. That's the kind of guy Preston is. He's that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. He 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 just he's wearing a suit in a barn. (laughs) Okay, even if you were wearing a suit and then you find yourself in a barn and you just that's just how it happened. You take the fucking jacket off. Nah, he doesn't. He's like lifting like duster covers off of old pickup trucks and shit. He's just touching everything. Fucking. I don't even know. Fuck it. The suit was a metaphor. Dropkick Murphy's loving ass. <laughs> but yeah, like Brody has a bit of a, like a little breakdown here where he's just like, I don't understand. Oh, the steel was supposed to be here. I just, oh, where's my brother? Oh. Which, you know, is understandable. He's been like in space for like 10 fucking years. And you go back to your home and there's nobody there. All the shit you were looking for isn't there. I, I can understand. My you know? Yu-Gi-Oh cards? <laughs> my Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Oh. My Egyptian god cards, my Exodia, they're all gone. I don't understand. That's that's the level of disappointment that we have here because... Uh, Turns he, out the weevil was my mom this whole time. <laughs> apparently he remembered... Say to Exodia! <laughs> That's my mom putting the Yu-Gi-Oh cards in the trash. Oh, no. So, Mick... (laughs) Mick fixes his watch, and he gets a hold of Brody. 
<laughs> All the rangers, they're coming together like Exodia. Yes. See, you thought I was just changing the subject, but it was actually a bit. <laughs> <laughs> when the five horns cross. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. The ninja Steel Rangers are born. <laughs> Brody remembers that his dad had some kind of special ninja training that. Required him to bury shit in the in the barn. And, Yo, uh, so what is with them burying shit in like <laughs> most obviously burial places? <laughs> Surely no one will look in this place where all of these rocks are somehow all stacked together over here. Yeah, um, apparently the aliens ten years ago did not feel the steel radiating through the fucking ground and. They didn't decide this to isn't quite on the level of Fury uh, fucking up for 500,000 years, but it's pretty bad. This isn't quite on the level of that one filler episode of Dino Supercharge that you're able to skip thanks to moi. Because uh, Coda goes, yeah, so you know how I drew this chalk line? Uh, or no, you know how my grandfather drew this chalk line? And then put a bunch of rocks here to tell us not to go through there. Well, 50 million years later, it's still in the exact same position. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. My grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Brody and, and Mick are able to communicate and Brody's like, hey, maybe there's like a trophy full of ninja steel somewhere around the high school. There right. They get the clue um, from the picture in the box on the ground. Uh, the, there is. They find it. Um, and, and then they're waiting for you know, <laughs> Brody and the others to show up and then a monster comes, and also this is one of the only fun things about this. Uh, there, this monster just beating up these humans is on Galaxy Warriors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Being broadcast on TV. Yes, we have chainsaw. Like if if aliens came here and then made a show like Cops, but about beating us up. <laughs> <laughs> just like the the space equivalent of whatever world star is they just come that to earth be, and they just <laughs> that would be hysterical only in portrait format you see humans get their ass whooped <laughs> they get saved by more or less deus ex machina and the ninjas <laughs> come shows up and they become power rangers <laughs> Yeah, like, which was crazy, because right before then, they're trying to take on the chainsaw weasel, like, with bats and pipes. Oh, no, a tennis racket and an aluminum bat. And it's like, he's made of chainsaws. Why do you think you can fight him? It's wondering wonder he hasn't <laughs> cut you in half already. They're but, very lucky to be alive at the end of that encounter, let's be real. But, yeah, like, you, like oh, you were Oh, I've seen this anime. He's just misunderstood. He didn't cut him because he wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> There's one important thing that happens, which is that uh, when the whole team finally comes together here as Brody and 
uh, Preston and Sarah show up, uh, there's a moment where Haley's like, Preston, what are you doing here? And Preston's like, oh, Haley. And you can just tell that something awkward as fuck happened between them. Oh, yeah. Like, they know each other previously, and they're not, like, that excited to see each other. On the worst date of her life. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My working theory at the moment with the limited information I have. Preston was the type of guy that probably took her to see, like, something like Ocean's Eleven or, like, Now You See It. And then, like, they went to, like, a seafood buffet afterwards. We thought it was, like, the best date ever. She was just, like, gross. Fucking gross. <laughs> you think he's one of those guys that, like, invite her over to watch a movie with him? But, like, he's, like, an auteur. So you pick some, like, weird indie flick. And he's like, oh, dude, Snowpiercer is such an amazing movie. Oh, God. Uh, like, you can't watch Snowpiercer. And then she came out of it like the movie was fucking terrible. Like, He's like, let's watch Crash, the Cronenberg film. Yo. <laughs> no way you can legitimately think like that anybody would watch that and want to like do anything afterwards. Like Snowpiercer? Wait, no, no, wait, no, I've got it. Every time he, he gets a woman back to his place. He watches a, a a movie like fucking Psycho or, or something like that where a man abuses a woman. Oh, my God. <laughs> he watches like he's like, oh, you like Nicolas Cage? Oh, <laughs> and then puts on like bad Nicolas Cage films like The Color <laughs> Out of Space or some shit. And he oh thinks my God, like, that you know, so much. Yo, right? I just saw it. It's like a three out of ten. I rated it one and a half stars. At best. Yeah, it's like he puts on the color out of space, and he's like pog. He's like soy facing over that movie. Oh I'm trying God. to remember. Like, this a Nicolas Cage movie where he plays like a fat drug dealer. That one was. That one was oh, horribly terrible. I've actually seen some. I was thinking about how in Wicker Man he like. Just beats the shit out of several women. Yeah. The, oh, because of the cult. Right. You know, he did not spare <laughs> anybody. He just like kicks that one woman right in the chest. <laughs> right into the wall. And across the room. Oh, the, the I got saved from that film. I watched the first 40 minutes and was like, this is bullshit. But my grandmother wasn't feeling good. So we actually ended up leaving early. Oh, you went to go see that in the theater. Oh, Lord. Yo, I know, right? It was at a fucking Bronx movie theater that doesn't exist anymore. The original Wicker Man that they're remaking is so much more based. Not that it's a good film, but it's, like, funny. I need to watch it. I got it. It's bizarre. Yeah. (laughs) There's this, Um, like, one part where there's just, like, a naked woman singing a seductive song and banging on this wall. For like three solid minutes. Yeah. It's that kind of movie. Jesus. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, I mean, but is it better than Nicolas Cage in a bear suit punching people? I don't know. <laughs> what was the pinball one that you said? Oh, that, that, that Nicolas Cage Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Oh, that's God. amazing. It's What's called- that one? This is a Nicolas Cage movie podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. This movie. All right. Don't watch Ninja Steel, okay? Spoiler alert. I'm going to give this like a zero or something. Okay. But do watch instead Willy's Wonderland. It's a movie starring Nicolas Cage that is a blatant Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff. And Nicolas Cage does not utter a single word in the whole film. He has no dialogue. There is dialogue in the movie. He just doesn't have any. Um, That's pretty awesome. uh, And most of the film seems to revolve around him having sex with a pinball machine. I'm only exaggerating slightly. You have to watch it for yourself to find out what I mean. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we keep getting sidetracked because literally everything is much more interesting than what's going on in this fucking television this is show. One of the worst Power Rangers intros we've fucking seen. Yeah, it's it's bad. <laughs> So, um, Haley and God, what's the boyfriend's name? Anyways, Cal- Haley, Calvin, Haley and Calvin, ha- Haley and Kelvin get their ninja stars from the coming. Yeah, they, they're all rangers now, and they're uh, fighting. Um, it's a lot of cut footage from the ninja, and they even go for the finisher scene, which is literally straight up from the ninja. They zero back in on Galaxy War up in space. They've been filming the entire time. Yeah. And, the, and also, the, uh, uh, Mick takes the the ninja steel out of the trophy and throws it into the cum star, and then it becomes more and more for bits and shit, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> the, There's yeah. also the gold star that's in the prism, yet it is not. What? Yeah. Madam Odious is revealed to be its holder. Yeah. All right, rain yeah. review. What are we giving it? Uh, I, I I thought we might want to mention the Zords just because it's the most it's the most random <laughs> set of Zords ever. Oh yeah, like it feels like you're at your friend's house and like they just have like some random toys from different seasons of the Power Rangers and you're just playing with them because it's what they got. <laughs> like there's Redbot who's just like a big guy. There's like a blue dragon. That looks like kind of almost like Yu-Gi-Oh-ish in a way, right? Um, or like Digimon-ish. There's like a pink something. I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> God, it's not a. Oh, it's. Uh, I know. White has the Zoom Zord. I don't know what it is. I. I. I've, it looks kind of like a. Like an insect, maybe in a way, or like a train, or like um, I don't know what it is. It's it's, it's like a light down. cycle. It looks no. like a light cycle. It looks like a. It looks like oh, a, actually, a it's a train themed Zord. Train. Ah, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's is. a speed. It's a bullet train, which makes it even more random in a set of like these these Zords. Well, it fits in a little bit with the yellow Zord, which is a huge fucking Tonka dump truck. truck. Like, Tonka <laughs> truck. Yeah, it's and just then, a straight up dump truck. For some reason, the white Zord is like a, a dog. A dog. It's a, dog. It's a regular ass dog. So, again, we've got big guy, big red guy, fucking stylized blue dragon. Yes. Uh, 
dump truck. Bullet train thing, I guess. It really does not look like a thing. It's just like an object. It's, <laughs> Honestly, it's the, the Zord fully assembled doesn't look too bad. It reminds me of the 90s Zords. Yeah. It's it, just the individual components to it is just way too random. Way too fucking weird and random. It's a crazy combination, and I can see like the uh, the Japanese design in it, where like uh, Redbot or is it Redbot or is, are they two different ones? They never really explain that. No, but, that's Redbot. Yeah, he gets big. I guess he gets big, and he has to sit in the throne of the, the Zords and work the whole thing with his arms on these joysticks sitting in the throne. Which is a really crazy design, but uh, yeah, like so then they're like, yeah, I guess we're Power Rangers now. Okay, we got to keep being Power Rangers. Okay, bye. Great <laughs> 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 <Right> in review. <laughs> I'm giving the first episode, Return of the Prism, a zero. This is trash. This is not. I did not want to watch this at all while I was watching it. <laughs> Not at all. There's almost no substance. There's also almost no style. There's nothing. Is there no grace? No. God has not looked upon this. Not Does it have really. a funky face? Yeah, I it's it's bad. Episode 2, I'm going to give a 1 simply because the fight with the chainsaw monster and all of it being on television was more entertaining than everything else that I saw, which is to say I was at least in some way entertained, which was not true at any other time, basically. This, I, I hate this. <laughs> so I think for me, I didn't feel as repulsed as you did. I just knew that it was bad i knew it was really bad in a vacuum it's like a three but because you know it doesn't really exist in a vacuum right power rangers is iterative iterative in and of itself you gotta draw comparisons to what proceeded before it right like you gotta draw comparisons to samurai you gotta draw comparisons to a couple of the other seasons that we've already seen and like like I like we said, Samurai was three years ago. This is just worse Samurai, um, with like a mishmash of other elements from other seasons. Who yeah. wanted the boom actor back? Uh, you know, like no one, no one was asking for that. Uh, <laughs> last season did well without a bulk and skull character. Why did they need a bulk and skull character this season? Why does it need to take place in high school? Do kids really idealize? the high schooler life or do they idealize the college life that's what you got to think to yourself these writers weren't thinking to themselves pink ranger is very weird i really don't mean to rag on her too much but i don't know man they should have like directed the scenes better with her uh, yeah. Red Ranger's narration is fucking terrible <laughs> Blue Ranger is one of the worst people you know the other two are fine. It's kind of like whatever. I think in general, it's just like, why? Why do this all over again? 
We've already seen white colonizer Shogun before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why not and do it something was literally new better before? Which is horrible to say. I I hate that this is making me say nice things about samurai because it's so similar but worse. Yeah, I think if you told me would I want to watch the rest of this season now, having watched the first two episodes, it would be a no. Oh, it's, it's not. It's not something. As I someone don't who's watch it. I'm as not some, looking forward to this at all. We're going to watch it, but as someone who has watched Samurai, or at least a, a tr a give our best attempt to watch it, if it's another Operation Overdrive bad, then this is highly likely we're going to drop out early. <laughs> um, but And we'll explain why. The fact that Samurai was not was only three years ago and all that other, those, all that other shit kind of just makes this seem worthless. Like, why, why bother with this season? Completely understandable. Uh, Tone, where are you at on this? <sighs> um, I guess a one for each episode because I that as bad as it was, I still enjoyed Ninja more than this. And they, I don't know, I give them the one because they tried to do some certain aspects really differently, and they probably would have been better if they had like coordinated with with the rest of everything they were trying to attempt, but. It's just so bloated in like the thirty-minute time slots that they they put them in that it's hard to follow anything. The acting is very terrible, and the premise just doesn't even seem anywhere believable, even in a fictional story. So I don't know. Oh, that's right. You guys still haven't seen the Six Ranger, have you? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Man, I feel so sorry for you. Oh, no. <laughs> Tone, before we get out of here, uh, is there anything you want to plug or any recommended watches you want us to do or anything like that? Um, Recommended watches? Uh, if you haven't already, I guess. Um, I know that uh, I think Shout Factory just dropped Comrade 001 on Blu-ray. Have a look at that. It's a really good series. Um, I know uh, Mill Creek is actually also dropping a bunch of Ultraman series. So, you know, if you ever get tired of watching any of the current <laughs> Ranger series that you're struggling through, <laughs> have a look at that. It's a nice departure. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're definitely going to do that. Um, we're just... Uh... We're trying to get through Power Rangers. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I, Zero One is like definitely on the top of our list for sure. I completely understand. It's a slug and uh, Godspeed is all I can say. Well, Tone, uh, where can we find you online? Where can people reach you at? Um, you can always find me on Twitter at... Um, <laughs> I don't think I've changed my profile in a while, but it's um, at KidSkullamania. Um, I am not a kid anymore, but I've, I've had it since 2011. <laughs> um, oh. But uh, yeah, I'm mostly on there posting and just doing random stuff. Uh, just give me a holler. Um, I'll talk to you practically about anything Mecca or Tokusatsu related, pro wrestling, everything. Awesome, awesome. All right, Kennedy, is there any last things you want to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next Sentai Truther Club Rangers thank you so much for listening if you liked what you heard 
please make sure to rate our podcast five stars on iTunes and Stitcher. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them. And as always, you can find Kennedy and I on Twitter. I am at Gravcast and Kennedy is at Kennedy T. Cooper. Stay safe, Rangers, and may the power protect you.